So on this podcast, I like to talk about marriage sometimes, and I usually talk about how, for some reason, it's like we need to revisit marriage, all right? And also how a lot more people nowadays are choosing not to get married, or they're just choosing to get married, like, really, really late. But this one is a new one. So apparently, an Indonesian man chose to get married, so that's a good thing, but... um. His his option of a beloved significant other wasn't your regular person. It was actually a rice cooker. And the worst part about it is he ended up divorcing that rice cooker four days later. And I kid you the hell not, this is actually a real story. So, according to the entire story, the man is called Kairol Anam, and he married his rice cooker in a series of pictures posted on Facebook on the 20th of September. The groom was seen smartly dressed in a white shirt with intricate embroidery along with a batik samping and white pants. It turns out it's a groom's attire and his bride wore nothing but a thin veil. However, his bride was not your average run-of-the-mill bride. She was a rice cooker. Now, unfortunately, it seems as though the seemingly perfect pair's union was short-lived. As four days later, the man changed his status on Facebook from married to divorced. Now, the reasoning behind the separation is that, apparently, according to the man, she, the rice cooker, is good at cooking rice but not at preparing any other dishes. And that is what caused the separation. And I can totally understand the guy, you know. It's it's like me marrying my wife and realizing that we can only do missionary. Because, I don't know, probably she has no booty. Like, that's going to hurt for me. Like, just knowing that I can only do missionary and it's probably only in the dark. Like, that would, that would, that would make me feel bad. And for this guy, I don't even think it's the only thing, you know. Probably a surge of electricity came in while they were arguing. And, you know, uh, she blew a fuse. Or, you know, she got turned off while, while you know, they were trying to, you know, make some rice, you know. Because I can understand. Their relationship was an interesting one. It was love at first rice or first price. Maybe it was an affordable one. And the man's decided to go in for it. And probably while they were married, he decided to spice things up in the kitchen, you know, as most people like to do in their relationships and make some pilau. And guess what? She didn't like it. So, you know. In an effort to make sure that he felt bad about it, she decided to let it burn, you know. So, in a sense, it was a match made in the kitchen, but as the saying goes, it doesn't mean that it's the start of a good relationship. So, I feel very sorry for the man and I hope that he does manage to get another dish that can, you know, revitalize his heart. So that hopefully he doesn't end up going into a whole phase and, you know, banging the microwave, banging the oven... And, you know, eventually cheating on his next dish with a pan. But anyways, that said, we should start the podcast. Unfortunately, it does not involve cooking, but it does involve quite a bit of relationships, love and sex. So we might as well get into it. So in typical fashion. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who would much rather marry a butchery because at least I know I can hang around and she can handle my meat. He's a man who used to believe that Bukaki was a Japanese martial arts style. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show where I get to talk about relationships. Normally they don't involve rice cookers and sometimes they get to last longer than four days. Or three cups, I guess. 
And because I know quite a number of these topics are very discussable and very timeless, I usually like to leave them open to you guys, especially when I get towards the end. So if you ever listen and you feel like you want to discuss the same shit that I've been talking about on the episode, you can always hit me up on IG at Breaktime on Westside is the IG handle to hit me up on. On Facebook, it is at Breaktime on Westside as well. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. And you know, we can discuss some shit. And you know, some of those discussions might even make it onto the podcast. Plus, if you are using CastBox, you can always feel free to just drop the comments there and I will attend to them accordingly. And you know, we can continue our discussions over there. Now, that said, we should probably move it on to our main topic of today. But before we do that, we need to talk about Billie Eilish for a little bit. Now, Billie Eilish is a fairly young pop star who's kind of risen to fame and, you know, is known for having very interestingly colored hair. Sometimes it's green. The last time I checked, it's a little closer to gray. But, you know, she's been doing her thing. She has a fan base and she seems to have quite a number of people that love her. Now, unfortunately, over the past few weeks, she has been losing a couple of followers and has lost roughly about 100,000 followers over a very recent period of time. And the way she theorized why she's lost her followers was something that I found to be quite interesting because she claims that people are scared of big boobs. And that was her explanation for losing 100K followers. Now, I know I'm not the most digitally savvy person when it comes to, you know, looking at why it is people gain and lose followers on IG. But I don't think your tits are going to be one of the reasons why you lose followers. If anything, I'd think that it would be the reason why you'd gain followers. Because people on IG, more specifically us guys, will want to look at something that's, you know, appealing to our eyes. And if we see a nice pair of tits, then we'll probably feel like we should see more of a nice pair of tits. So we'll go and we'll take a look at it. For women, they like to appreciate someone else's body uh, because I think to some degree it makes them feel better about theirs. I don't know. And because of that, they'll always tell another woman that's showing more skin that they're beautiful in their skin. So why wouldn't she gain more followers instead of losing them over tits? And if anything, I feel as though her whole big boobs thing is a bit of a stretch because I actually did this before I got in to record. I went to her IG handle. I looked through her entire page, you know, all the way till the bottom. And I found roughly about 12 pictures where you can see some semblance of her tits. Now, I'd have made it 13, but there was the other photo right at the bottom from when she was like a teenager or some shit. And R. Kelly just got convicted. I'm not trying to promote that shit. All right. So I just figured, you know, let me just stick to the 12. So roughly about 12 out of over 500 photos and videos where she seems to, you know, have tits. All right. So if anything, like there's not that much tit to show. So if somebody sees big boobs for the first time on your page, why would they feel so inclined that they'd be like, oh my goodness, I just saw a pair of tits. Ah, on Billie Eilish? Ah, I preferred Billie Eilish when she didn't have tits. Scratch, unfollow. Like, it sounds very pointless when you think about it that way. Like, when I was doing a little bit of research, it did come out that apparently she did make some statements about Asians and Israel and shit. And that could have been why she's lost followers. That could actually be a pretty big reason why she's lost followers. But attributing it to your tits? Like, that's the shit that'll get you more followers. Like, I'm not telling other women to go and post up pictures of their tits or anything. Okay, actually, no. Like, go post up pictures of your tits or anything. Like, I, I, I will definitely like to see it doesn't necessarily mean that i'll follow though but 
I'd like to think that tits would get you more followers rather than less. So for someone like Billie Eilish, this seems a little pointless. No offense to nipples though. Like, I feel like if she decided not to focus on the superficial shit and focus on what she said, then probably she'd find why people would want to unfollow her. Plus also, she doesn't usually post up that much interesting shit. Like, she usually wears a lot of baggy clothes and it's not like she's producing music all the damn time. So it's not like people can constantly like feel revitalized by looking at her content time and time again. Plus, she doesn't post up that much. So if anything, I feel like people just got tired and they didn't really see anything that they were gaining from following her. So they just unfollowed. Plus, nowadays, people usually have this funny follower following kind of ratio that they're always trying to get more followers versus following. And I don't know, like if... If enough people feel like, you know what, I'm not gaining anything from following this person, then they'll just, you know, unfollow. Then you'll end up losing 100k subs. But either way, I know it's not because of the tits. Although, I'm not gonna lie, the tits have actually grown. Haven't seen the nipples, so either way, that entire form of logic that she's bringing is quite pointless. Anyways, that being said, we should probably move it on to our main topic of today. Now, while I was stumbling across the explore page of the gram this past month, I stumbled upon a very interesting statement that was made by a Nigerian British actor known as Beverly Nair. Now, she was talking about guys approaching women and there's a way she said it that just sounded very painful because like it felt like she was feeling pain because she said and I quote, Dear men, it will take nothing from you to walk over to the lady you'd like to speak to. Stop expecting ladies to leave where they are to walk over to you when you signal for them to. It's rude. Respect to the gentlemen who already know this though. End quote. Now, I saw this statement and I saw how she said, like, it felt like it came from the heart. And especially since she's a single lady who's roughly about, what, 32, 33 years old? Like, I can, I can kind of get where she's coming from, you know? She... She came from a time when she grew up seeing guys approaching women. And I have to admit, in this current day and age, you see a lot less of that happening. So I can understand why she'd feel a little bad about this. But in reality, I don't think she's the only one. And I don't think this affects just her. A lot fewer guys are approaching women. Like guys are approaching women like face to face a lot less by the day. And there's lots of questions about it. And, you know, normally you'd expect some guy to come on and they'd be like, oh, you know, so this is how you approach women. Guys nowadays don't know how to approach women and they always mess up. Let me show you how to do it. And probably I'd be the best person to start talking about such shit. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm probably the worst because I'm genetically predisposed to actually have it easier with babes than most other guys because i'm over six feet tall i have a pretty good fair complexion i'd like to think i'm pretty good looking some women have said so and i could make a joke or a pun or two here and there and even though the joke or the pun isn't really a part of genetics the other bits make it easier for babes to be more receptive to me because i'm considered attractive to a pretty huge number of babes now 
that in and of itself makes it harder for me to go and show somebody who's like five foot two how to approach babes like it's it's not very easy for me to do that trust me i've tried and for me to say that the height doesn't matter that the looks don't matter when it comes to approaching a babe like i'd probably be lying to just about any guy that i'd be trying to quote unquote coach through the entire thing so in a sense i'm probably the worst person to talk about how to hit on women but what I can say for a fact is there's a lot fewer guys today that are approaching women than has been over the past say 20-30 years. And to a certain degree you could say that it's a cause for concern but there's reasons behind it. You know first of all when you look at the idea of hitting on a babe it requires a ton of confidence. It requires for you to be sure of yourself but more so than anything it requires you to actually be able to handle rejection or at least not even have the fear to take it which i don't think a lot of guys have nowadays like i don't think a lot of people nowadays are built for rejection and i honestly feel like there's a lot more guys nowadays that are afraid of approaching women because of the idea of rejection and while yes the people that are supposed to be or the people who would probably be approaching beverly naya are a lot older than the teenagers and the early 20 year old guys that are you know in the current millennial and gen z space right now the the issues are roughly the same in that there's a lot fewer guys approaching women and there's a couple of reasons for it and i try to kind of compile a few of them together just so that i can kind of explain what it's like for guys right now so when you think about why few guys want to approach women nowadays well firstly like i said there's a lot few of us that are bold enough or confident enough to approach a lot of women and partially it's because there's there's a standards issue like if you look at people from like the teenage times as they grow up people usually start having these standards on what's good what's not you know um people will start kind of judging the book by its cover in terms of do you make money are you doing well you know are you big and buff are you small and skinny do you dress well and those standards do kind of serve as a precursor to you know your selection of of a mate as you grow older but more so than anything like it it's something that's been there for a long while and if you think about like a small town where there aren't that many people then the standards wouldn't be that far off but when you think about right now where we're exposed to social media and we have incredibly buff guys be they on steroids or not at the age of 18 and you know people that are doing super well in the online influencing space you find that it gets harder for a lot of guys to feel more confident about what they've got and if anything like you can go and check on as many studies as possible on social media and its impact on mental illness more specifically depression so there's a lot more people that usually end up leaving social media or they end up closing social media feeling worse than they did when they logged in and that translates to how you'd approach women because now if you see all of these standards and babes are flocking towards one kind of guy or this person's getting so much interest you might feel a little short-handed and you might have a bit of a self-esteem issue which will prevent you not just from you know trying to be your best version but you also won't feel like you're enough towards the other people that you would like to approach like you won't feel like you'll be able to match up to them all right and if you don't feel like you're good enough then you definitely won't approach because you've already expected the rejection hell you've already seen the rejection coming so you might as well avoid it and continue living your life in its boring miserable manner because it's better to live the fantasy than to go approach and get rejected or end up getting friendzoned all right 
then there's a second reason which is dms are a lot easier for you to approach a woman in than in person like you require a lot less courage to dive into the dms which i'm not going to lie usually seems a bit weird because when you approach a woman face to face it's not like she'll be recording you 99 of the time so it's not like there'll be screenshots of you approaching a woman in real life but if you approach using the dms she can take screenshots share to her friends they can clown on you and you can get rejected and shit but for some reason people are more confident approaching via the dms and i think it's mostly because one you can think through your shit two you can consult other people while you know you're howling at a babe and three because you can't see them face to face a lot of that anxiety a lot of that fear kind of gets put aside because if you can holler at her and you know you you know you make sure your profile looks good enough or she looks at your profile and she's like mm, you know he looks right then you know you might actually get a chance plus there's that discretion that can come provided she doesn't share your screenshots and you know it's 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 not as bad as being rejected out in public i'd say like essentially it all comes down to the fear of rejection to a certain degree then the third reason which is usually the one that we don't like to talk about because it sounds a lot less fun is a lot of us are afraid of being labeled as abusers and this is something that appears with guys that are a lot older because you would not want to approach a woman and be looked at like you're some kind of pervert like it's a thing and in this day and age where you simply looking at a woman can have you labeled as a harasser it's something that a lot of guys would want to shy away from so a lot more guys are a little bit more protective of their reputation rather than their ability to get some from a babe because here's the thing that a lot of people don't usually like to get the difference between her considering you as disgusting and her considering you as a flirt is whether she likes you or not and yes you can also add the approach but a lot of times if a babe really likes a guy the approach doesn't really matter as long as you're not excessively inappropriate depending on what her version of excessive is you'll probably get the goods and if another guy was to try the same thing she'll say ew or she'll call it disgusting or she'll claim you're a pervert or you're too much like this is shit that i've seen happen with one particular babe like the current man that she's with went and approached her one certain way and really pushed and really really tried to get with her and eventually she agreed now another guy went ahead and tried the same exact tactic you know heavy communication put in quite a bit of pressure here and there and you know just slide in a couple of bits here and there that you know might seem a little bit inappropriate and guess what she felt offended like that in itself is something that will baffle guys for a very long time and because we can't know whether she's going to like us or not not unless if we get the cues then it's a lot harder for a lot of us guys to just look at a babe and be like you know what i'm just gonna approach her and that's going to push quite a number of guys that would want to approach you that you might have given a chance to but they don't know about it quite far off and at the end of the day because a lot of guys are going to be very shit at picking up at social cues because a lot of guys are going to be very crappy when it comes to reading and understanding body language especially if it's in different cultures a lot fewer women are going to end up being approached and that's just what it is like it's a defense mechanism because we want to protect ourselves because nowadays being labeled as a sex offender is roughly the same if not perceivably worse than being labeled as a murderer in this current society because guess what 
they go, they put your name out there, they put your information out there, and people come at you. Whether the story is true, whether it's false, whether it's subjective, like, people are still gonna come at you for being an abuser. And a lot of people would much rather save their reputation with that. Which is part of the reason why you'll find a lot of celebrities will send one of their people in their crew to approach the woman and be like, yo, so-and-so wants to talk with you. As opposed to the celebrity just straight up walking up to the person and saying, hey, can I take you out for dinner? Whether they'd say yes or no. So probably at this point in time, we need to start asking ourselves if this supposed epidemic or pandemic of guys not approaching women will actually improve and or change, of which I don't really know if it will. Because not unless if we can get past the shaming of guys for approaching a woman or trying to make a bold move, you know, whether they know what they're doing or they don't, uh, not unless if we get past the whole idea that um, at any point if she doesn't like you, you could be an abuser or a harasser, like out of the way, I don't think guys are going to feel more confident approaching a woman. But maybe this is the point in time where the hunter becomes the hunted. More and more women have started approaching guys and I think it's actually a pretty good thing. Because if anything, your chances of getting a guy just by the fact that you could be a half decent babe are a lot higher than a half decent guy trying to get any babes at all. Because unlike women, guys are a lot less selective when it comes to choosing partners be it sexual although with relationships we could be a little bit more selective but still at the end of it we're a lot less selective than women so your chances of getting a guy are a lot higher than the chances of a guy getting a girl or even girls so if anything maybe the babes need to be the ones approaching nowadays because i think a lot of them have been so used to rejecting guys and friend zoning guys Y'all probably need to know what it feels like to be on our side of the table so that you can know what it's like to be rejected, to know the kind of confidence and the kind of, of balls, of, of cajones that you require to approach somebody that you're crushing on or somebody that you like or just an attractive person. And at the same time, you know, just so that I don't take a dump on women the entire time, I think guys also need to know what it's like to be on their side of the table, you know, to know what it's like to to want somebody but know that you can't date them for certain reasons to reject somebody because there's something small that you've noticed that you wouldn't want to take with you you know if the both of y'all are supposed to be doing some shit you know to know that sometimes it's very hard but they have to reject you like i feel like guys also do need to experience some of that shit so that both sides can actually understand what it's like when someone's being approached and when somebody's going to be rejected but either way, if I'm to answer Beverly Naya and her situation of feeling like it's rude the guys do that, probably you should start approaching those guys. It's actually not rude. There's nothing rude about that. And maybe a good part of the reason why you think it's rude is because you feel like you're on this high horse and every guy should approach you. So maybe if you got off your high horse and actually decided to go and approach guys like, you know, regular human beings, then maybe your chances at getting a guy would probably improve. But then again, 
I could be wrong about this. So I want to know your thoughts on this. Should guys start being approached by women a little bit more? Should the ladies start putting in a little bit of game in shooting that shot with guys? The DMs are open on Instagram. It is at Breaktime on West Side. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on West Side. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below. If you feel like dropping a rating or review and you happen to be on an app that does it, aka Apple, feel free to drop that one. I will definitely appreciate it. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs> <laughs>